Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome. It's time for your Daily Strength to Shine. For those following along with the Faith vs. Weight Program Daily Strength to Shine Action Guide, this corresponds with Week 5, Day 6, opening with our Bible verse of the day coming from Zephaniah 3.17. The Mighty One will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with His love. He will rejoice over you with singing. How is it that some people keep the weight off while others put it back on? First, you must believe it is possible to lose weight and maintain weight loss in the first place. Many believe in the first half of this statement, but not the second. This is because once they achieve their ideal weight, they return to eating with a vengeance. Significantly more calories are consumed once people are off their diets with the additional handicap of less muscle mass. This process repeats itself with every crash diet. The only way to avoid this is to maintain something you can live with. This is why the Faith versus Weight program is a lifestyle. Many clients tell me this is just the way they eat now because they are happy with it. Crash dieting is one of the fastest ways to lose muscle mass. Resistance training is imperative in regaining lost muscle mass from pregnancies, aging, and crash diet. You don't need to bulk up, but you do need to work your muscles enough to wake up your metabolism. Sprint intervals as part of your cardio helps with fat loss, but you still need to bring some muscle back into the equation by adding resistance training. Resistance training also helps you maintain healthier blood sugar levels. Since the Faith versus Weight Diet does not jump on the zero sugar bandwagon, you may be thinking, why not give up sugar altogether? Everyone else is doing it. Is it time to stop eating sugar? If this puts you in panic mode, you may very well be highly motivated to try option one as discussed yesterday, in all earnest, one more time. If that still doesn't work, just say no to sugar. Saying no to sugar is not something that should make you sad. Remember, this program is about fullness of life. Just like alcohol, sugar is not worth God's glory. If you are like the Israelites wandering in the desert for 40 years, maybe you have been on this mountain long enough. The first few days of giving up sugar are the hardest, but it does get easier. For some, sugar is more physiologically addicting than for others. This is why you need a few days to detox. Remember the breakup analogy that some can be friends after a split and some cannot? As is the case with all unhealthy relationships, there is life after sugar. Some people move on to popcorn and nuts. Try no sugar for three days and see how you feel. The irony of the situation is many celebrities spend thousands of dollars on trainers only to come to the same conclusion. Consider the money you just saved. I am not here to tell you to give up sugar. If you paid attention so far, you realize in the appendix and the entire book of Faith vs. Weight, and in all of these podcasts, I do suggest a daily treat, and it's perfectly fine if it has some sugar in it, if you have it for your dessert. The problem is some people still question whether they can give up sugar altogether, or they're struggling with stopping at their dessert. Sometimes this is the case because they are picking the wrong dessert. What does that mean? There's something about that particular dessert Maybe it's high sugar content that is causing them to crave more sugar. 
my recommendation would first be to find another dessert that works for you. But in case you're still struggling and wondering if you should give up sugar, you'll know. Most people do not choose to give up sugar as a permanent fix. This is the reason the book first suggests you learn how to incorporate sugar in small amounts as a dessert instead of omitting sugar. If you went straight to no sugar, but still had doubt in your mind as to whether or not you could figure out a way not to overdo it, you would wind up like most Americans. Because there is so much binging, most try to convince themselves that no sugar is the only answer. Then they wind up continuing to ricochet back and forth from binging to abstaining as the scale goes up, up and away. This is why you want to give option one everything you've got, as discussed yesterday, before assuming you have no choice but option two, which is to give up sugar completely. If no sugar is the right answer for you, you will know it. If not, don't give up on option one. Find the small amount of dessert that works for you in the appropriate amount. Something will work. Again, a higher proportion of fat to sugar usually helps. Whichever option you choose, you cannot do this alone. In all things, ask God for help. Whether you are asking for help in learning how to eat small amounts of sugar or avoid it altogether, you will still need to ask for help. If you are ready to give sugar up, I recommend giving it up for three days. That's it. Then see how you feel. This is a decision point where you either return to option one of having a small dessert or continue with option two and having no sugar at all. I also recommend you not tell anyone you are doing this unless they are highly supportive for those three days. You do not need to deal with negative fodder. In the beginning, every place you go will remind you of the one thing you are trying to give up, sugar. In this case, however, it is not your imagination because sugar is everywhere. Just like the stories you hear of people drunk texting their ex, you will be irrationally convinced you can't live without it for three days, but you can, I promise. Like a bad breakup, you need to remember why you broke up in the first place. For some, this may mean multiple breakups until you are ready for the real thing. Many smokers try to quit several times before they finally quit. However, if you continually wind up overdoing sugar in your attempt to completely get rid of it, therein may lie your answer. It may be time to just figure out a small dessert you can have and live with it. Although this may sound like no help at all, if you are not sure where you belong, going through both experiences can help you choose the one most likely to work for you. How do I know this? I speak from experience. In most cases, I do not eat the desserts everyone else eats. I am selective. Being selective allows me to not cut out sugar completely. This is a happy medium, especially if every time you decide to give up sugar, you wind up binging six out of seven days a week. The only way to not feel deprived is to find something that your mind still perceives as a treat that does not trigger a binge. You may just need to keep trying until you find something that feels like a treat but does not compel you to overeat. Just like some people may leave a job or career only to find out it was better than what they originally thought, you may have a similar experience. You may never know this until you try both alternatives. There's no judgment either way. Today's reflection. Is it time to give up sugar? Today's action. If you want to give up sugar, try it for three days. Number two, giving up sugar is not a license to binge once you return to eating sugar. If you keep having this problem, return to option one as described yesterday and find a dessert that works for you. Number three, there is a reason option one comes before option two. Start there. Thank you for listening to Faith Versus Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program.